So here we are. Spotify listeners, give us a rating and review. Absolutely. Now that you can do that, uh, we have no idea what effect it has, honestly, at all. Probably zero. Probably none. Um, but uh, since it's possible to do it, and we had a uh, listener today uh, actually tag us on having done it. I think that was uh, Keith Honeycutt. It's uh, uh, weird to listener. me that content is like such a normal thing now, right? Like YouTube was... Well, think of the, you know, the the Ute. Yeah, a couple of years ago, ten years ago, only randos watch YouTube. Right. Even five years ago, only like young people watched it. Yep. Same with TikTok now, and it's evolving into older Facebook. Right. It's only for college kids, then high school kids, then everyone's yeah. on Facebook. Right. This it's the evolution of new platforms. Um, but you you take Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Twitter's kind of in a, a world of its own. But you take some of these main guys, yeah, and it's weird to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird to me that there's not a standardization of searchability, right? Uh, and there's not a standardization of like ratings. Maybe they'd have their own individual ratings. I understand because they're different companies, so it's not all one mm-hmm. place like a Yelp or something. But it's weird to me. It's all so different still. And I and I understand that they're their own companies and they have their own thoughts or whatever. But you would think some of those things like searchability, um, yeah, SEO stuff, titling ish thumbnails, things, ratings and review type things, ranking type things, could, mm-hmm. they could keep it on their own platform. But you would think it'd be more similar. Like yeah. the NBA and NFL have similar ass shit. <laughs> they have similar announcing styles. They have similar all star games, right? Where they have like a quarterback throw, then they have the dunk contest. They have all these agility tests. Are the Hall of Fame criteria kind of similar? I I I not guaranteed, but I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's all fairly similar. And maybe there's small tweaks, but generally speaking, it's similar ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just makes no sense. Uh, like the pregame game, halftime show, like all that's kind of a similar format. Right. I guess the format's what I'm looking for. It's weird to me that there's no format in the rest of this shit. And YouTube would probably be the one I would copy if I were the other places. I remember back when YouTube. Um was in its early days and you couldn't upload more than, I don't know, five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. And for a long time, you couldn't upload any HD content uh, at all because it was just too, too big. The, um, the YouTube facility that's in the sort of Brisbane area in the, in the Bay area, uh, has like the original YouTube server. Yeah, it. and it just like lights are going off. It looks like Star Trek. You I've know? seen like some old Star Trek. Yeah, I've seen some of the servers in New York. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's just also evolved so much, and now it's all like mainstream. Yeah, right. Like even 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 HBO Max or whatever, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Netflix. You click on it, and generally speaking, it's the same shit. Yeah, even, like how you search is the same. Right, scrolling up and down. There's like new trending, whatever, whatever. Like it's all kind of the same. Yeah. So why aren't these other like more social medias, if you'd call them, more on top of that. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Uh, like Spotify is just getting a rating system. The fuck is that? <laughs> well, we're just getting a rating system system for podcasts. I think it maybe it existed for music. Before. I don't think so. I think there's like a like but, or don't like. But but they just spent like hundreds of millions of dollars acquiring podcast companies right. and essentially podcast content. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're obviously have a lot invested in podcasts and a lot invested in their platform. What I do like about their platform is that their podcasts and music's like the same shit. Like oh, in terms of searchability and like, yeah, you, yeah. you know, like it doesn't, it's not confusing. Yeah. You search a name and, and the podcast going to pop up and if a song has the same name, it'll also pop up mm-hmm. and you just 
click. But yeah, it's, they don't have like, I don't think they have a, I don't know, actually, I, maybe I'm way off topic here, but I don't think they have like a ranking system like Apple Podcasts or anything like that. They don't now, but yeah. they may be headed that direction. It's not really clear to me. I've seen the, I mean, I got the, the um the notifications and I got um yeah it's sort of the, there's a Spotify for podcasters like a separate website that you can go to and uh, if you're a podcaster and yeah, you look at back end yeah yeah uh and I don't even know I'm not even sure exactly right now whether we're feeding Spotify the show directly ourselves or if it's coming off of our oh. uh of our hosting I don't know I probably should I should probably know that yeah. in case we like ever change hosts or whatever at any point. But uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, rate. Yeah. Re- I don't think there's review. I think it's just rating. I think it's just like a star rating. So well, it won't hurt. Yeah. So yeah. help, please. Yeah. We a very small percentage of our of our listenership is is um, is on Spotify at which the is, moment. But Spotify is, is growing. I, I I mean, obviously, I use it for music, so then I use it for podcasts. But I feel like a ton of people use Spotify. Yeah, I think so too. I I remember years ago somebody as soon as as soon as Spotify became available in America, a friend of mine um was like Spotify is going to dominate everything. Yeah, it's, it I may like take it. a little while, but it's going to do- dominate. It's Pandora everything. when I was in like college. Yeah. And that it just seems, seems like they kind of died. It seems like, you know, the CompuServe or AOL of, yeah, yeah. of music yeah. at this point. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyone that uses it. Yeah, I don't either. Ti- is it Title? Who tried to make a run? Jay-Z's company? Yeah, I tried to make a run that didn't yeah. happen. Um crazy thing like i think neil young has a site where you can listen to super high quality versions of his music and i think it's just his music <laughs> yeah which is crazy yeah but that's all he, yeah. yeah obviously all he doesn't want to go into a deeper business model yeah i mean everybody wants to have like the best quality sure. stuff but to the to to a certain extent people don't even know they don't no. they, they don't well, and and because then it's it, it, it like funnels down, right? It's like everything else. Like if you're yeah. in a shit, if you have a shit car, yeah, it doesn't really right. You could be streaming the highest quality stuff, but if you have crappy speakers, who yeah. cares? It's all going to be dumb. And there, there's a big difference between listening on like headphones, like we've got, or in ear monitors, like I'm wearing right now, or right. Air, AirPods or right. anything else. There's, there's a huge difference. And like I know that people who are, who produce podcasts for a living uh, can be super anal about, let's say edit podcasts and yeah. produce them for a living uh, for other people. Sure. Just super anal about testing in, on different environments or whatever, but there's only so much you can do. And, right. and, and most people don't notice. Most when, people aren't paying yeah, you only know what you know. Like my, yeah. my TV in my room is like 15 years old, maybe older. Really? Yeah, it's old as shit. And uh, 10 years. And my TV in my living room is huge, fucking brand new, 8K, blah, blah, 4K, mm. blah, blah, sound bar, all this shit. Yeah. But if I don't watch TV and I only watch in my room, I can't tell. I don't turn it on and be like, wow, this is shit. Yeah. But if you compare. Yeah, and you might watch it on an iPad or a TV screen, I right. mean, a laptop right. screen yeah, or whatever. I'm on my phone all day and that's like fine. Yeah. But until you know, you don't know. And if it's a podcast, like I think, the, uh, and everything, music too, but there's like a diminishing returns. Yeah, and there are so many podcasts that sound like shit. Right. Yeah, you, you just can't sound still like, popular. Yeah, you just can't sound like shit. Shout you don't have Tim to sound Fer- perfectly. Yeah, shout out Tim Ferriss's podcast is always sound like shit. Um, so, uh, we held a meet and we want to talk a little bit about, um, like kind of the process that we went through and lessons learned a little bit. I'm just going to, in the background, if you were watching the, the YouTube version of this, I'm going to run the, the meet footage in the background. We will probably not comment on everything here, but we are going to do a, um, a quick video of the, our top three, uh, men and top three women video separately. 
after we record this. It'll be up on uh, YouTube in the next day or so. So there we go. Um, Someone uh, asked me the other day, I was doing like a Q&A, and they asked uh, which uh, question we've like probably answered before, but my my answer was different this time, I think. Someone said like, what's your what was the most difficult or the biggest challenge like opening a gym or maybe it was running YouTube or whatever it was, but, and obviously you can bring that. And, and I brought that everywhere. I was like, there's never anything that's like a big challenge. You know what I mean? It's it, like, it's death by a thousand cuts. It's yeah. Little it's, shit. it's like speed bump after speed bump. I've right. never, there's nothing, whether it's YouTube, li- my lifting career, my basketball career, my relationships, my, the gym podcast. There's never like, Oh my God, if we tackle this one thing, we're cool. Yeah. Like ever. On yeah. anything I could ever think of in life. So, like, I had zero answer for that. And it just popped in my head because you said, like, oh, what were the challenges to run a meet or what we learn or whatever? And, like, yeah, there's never, like, one thing. It's right. always like, oh, okay, we need a program, a software to run it. All right, let's find a program we like to work with, like Mini Hurdle. Okay, uh, we need to find shirts to print for these. Okay, Mini Hurdle. We need mm-hmm. a designer. Okay, Mini Hurdle. Find that. You know, it's always just, like, chipping away. I've just never – there's not one thing in my life I've ever heard of or th- could think of. That was a big wall to climb. Yeah, no, I agree. It's never, and that, I think that that uh, people get very hung up in that particular mindset. Right, they're looking for the magic bullet. Like if if I can accomplish this one thing, then everything else is going to fall into place, and it just never works like that. Well, because like all processes are continued, like everything's always changing, and so you you think like. I'm here in my living room. I hate my job. I want to open a gym. Mm-hmm. And so then in your head, all you think about is like gym complete. Right. Right. Rather than like, okay, what do I need first? Oh, maybe a name, maybe a location. What type of gym? You know, like you just take these mini steps and it really isn't that hard. Oh, I want to deadlift 600 pounds, but I only deadlift 400. Okay, mm-hmm. let's deadlift 425. Let's, oh, I want to be a world champion. I've never competed before. Yeah. Okay, sign up for a non sanctioned meet, get your feet wet or whatever. You know, like it's just not. I don't know. And maybe maybe it's because I've done so many little things like that, businesses or lifting or whatever, but I've never really had that mentality. I've never thought of like, oh, fuck this wall. Yeah, I think that the the probably the, the time in my life that I was most guilty of that particular mindset was, um, you know, uh, my older son was six starting from when he was 12. And we were always sort of chasing the one thing that was just going to solve it all for him, and everything was going to be better. And it never happened. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a multifactorial problem, like everything in life. Sure. And it needs a multifactorial solution. Some of those solutions have more leverage than others. Yeah. But when it comes right down to it, it, you it takes everything to make it. You know, it takes a village, but that's not really what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Here, but you know, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. same kind of thing where it's it's different functions and different different solutions and uh anyway we uh started talking about doing some kind of meet before we ever opened the gym and um with covid restrictions and one thing or another we um uh, really sort of put that off um until until recently when we started feeling like hey we just have got to get some more people some more eyes on our gym um locally and and create some word of mouth because we've sort of been, you know, flying under the radar a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, on to a certain extent on purpose, but um, I want to talk about locally. Like you know, we, we do a reasonable amount in social media, but it's not the same thing as as dealing with local folks. Yeah, and I guess we had to pinpoint things. That's one of them. Uh, 
this is one of my first like local local businesses in like ten years. Yeah. So that is much different than me running a business online through my medias or socials. So like that's one bigger hurdle, but it's just like a different aspect. Um, and same with running the meet. I guess if I had to pin down one thing, I know I'm jumping ahead, but one thing that was difficult is not difficult, but uh, I was stressing on like what am I forgetting because we haven't put on a meet in a long time. Right. And I've been to meets and but but like there's always things that you don't think of. Yeah. Uh, and luckily I don't think anything popped up. I think yeah. we covered most shit. I think so too. Uh, I think that um, we had not really run a competition by ourselves before, and we didn't really do this one exactly by ourselves either. We had uh, a collaboration from Caffeine and Kilos, yeah. uh, and they—I mean, Caffeine and Kilos started with an event. I mean, well. it, it, the whole brand started because in, it, they did an event, and they called it Caffeine and Kilos, and it it developed its own, you know, life. Yeah. And yeah, and their events for, for eight years now. Yeah. So yeah, many listeners might have even been to them. Some of their events over time have been epic. Like they have a huge, you know, all day long CrossFit competition, a uh, very elite level weightlifting competition, and then a deadlift competition all at the same time and yeah. the same day in the same location. I think they did that maybe five years running before like COVID. That, yeah. Um, I competed in one of them, and we've been uh, viewers or spectators at, at a bunch of them. They're always they're always a, a huge success. But like that almost died right there. That was scary. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Mike is back spotting one of the one of the lifters there. Yeah, it's video. not like baby weight, you know. It's like no. three hundred something pounds, and both of them are like good lifters, but they just lost a little balance at the top. Yeah, give like, a little shove. Um, yeah, I think a lot of that. Uh, yeah, credit to Captain Kilos for helping us for sure. But and obviously, we chose non-sanctioned. Chose deadlift. I think one thing you and I do well is like uh, we we see the end, like we were kind of talking shit on before, uh-huh. and then we mitigate what we can do to do it best or maybe not easiest but maybe easiest on Mm -hmm. the way right like all right it's winter time it's christmas it's all this stuff like why are we going to throw a big money prize event right now no all right let's just throw a little local thing let's get it going you know what i mean we're like not that we don't dream big so we got other plans in the works but it's like a a decent job of 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 what is realistic yeah yeah and still being successful like we had hundreds of people coming in out of the gym that day only good feedback from the lifters and some of the lifters, what probably 80% had never competed before, which was the general goal. Yeah. But then the other, tw- you know, 20%, uh, even like Brittany who won, um, but one of the best lifters in the country. Right. So like we had a good balance of both Yeah, and both people got something from it. Brittany says she had a good time and all the newbies had a good time getting their feet she wet. She pulled you know? 501 and lit the place up. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, we, uh, we did re- rely on 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 Dean and Danny, particularly Dean from Caffeine and Kilos, uh, to f- sort of feed us what had worked for them before. Uh, we did our signups on a on a website called uh, CompetitionCorner.net. Uh, it is really geared toward um, CrossFit yeah. functional fitness kind of stuff. How wild is that? We did a uh, uh, couple quick podcasts. The the topic thunders on um, one on CrossFit and also one on our Mount Rushmore of, of fitness folks uh-huh. and. Uh, the things that we don't even think about how much CrossFit affected. Yeah. Uh, like that. Or like our software that we run in the gym yeah. is like yoga CrossFit based. Right. Like the software we had to run to run the competition is a company <laughs> because of CrossFit. Um, I was explaining to Seabass what Elite FTS was uh-huh. and my comparison, uh-huh. Rogue. Oh, yeah. And Rogue's yeah. not a thing cause of, only because of CrossFit. Right. Like Rogue has obviously stretched beyond that and grown immensely, but they started because of CrossFit. And I said, oh, yeah, this Elite FTS is like Rogue, but just for powerlifters, you know? Like, CrossFit really has like evolutionized the game on a commercial level. It's insane. Oh yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, so we had to adapt a little bit, like 
here's the thing. You couldn't do two uh, XL T-shirts. <laughs> Fat shaming assholes. Uh, I, we actually had to set that up uh, as a separate that is question. Weird. Yeah, two XL is so really normal. Weird. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. That actually uh, allows for volunteers to sign up. That's kind of cool. Only two of ours who signed up actually showed up. Thanks. <laughs> Shout out to those of you who stayed home uh, for whatever reason. It was kind of cold that day. I kind of get it. Yeah, but, I get you know, it. whatever. But, you know, or so. they might have forgot. I, yeah, I understand I a know. lot of things. Yeah. Well, uh, I I learned that emailing people doesn't always work, or they don't you know necessarily respond to yeah. what you're. Um, hazy there for a second uh, to what you're doing but I mean in general it works uh, right. a lot of people use um, a couple other sites like um, oh my god what's the one that everyone was using for a while um, well, there's companies like train there's just CrossFit companies that pop in my head that might even do it like train heroic they do like programming but they might yeah. have a competition and we theoretically could have done it with the software that we have sure have, that we run yeah, the you, gym you with. like it's whip just, out a quick website it's not very it wasn't very friendly and this yeah. actually put together a pretty friendly thing and had a lot of um I don't checklist is not really the right word but there but they had so many components that you had to go through. So you had to answer a lot of questions about how your 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 event was going to run yeah. before you could even publish the thing, yeah, which yeah. is you know kind of important, for, particularly for people who are not doing it all the time. There's a lot of books like that, like how to start a business. And then as you read the book, it's basically building you a business plan. Right. Because you read chapter one, then you fill out chapter one, you read chapter two on marketing, and then you fill yeah. out chapter two, you read out number three on demo- demographic, and then you fill it out, and by the end, you have a business plan. Right. Yeah. This didn't mean to do that, but it- It kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. And we already had a direction of where we're going, but yeah. if you don't, things like that can be helpful. Um, so yeah, we used Competition Corner. We um, we used, uh, we, we actually sent email out to our own people- um, to our own list, we sent it out to uh, Caffeine and Kilo's uh, previous competitor list. Did a little uh, drive around town. Yeah, put up flyers. Uh, Dean uh, threw together a, a nice flyer for us. Uh, uh, QR codes on the flyer for for people to actually go directly to sign up off their phones. Uh, yeah. QR codes were dead a few years ago. Yeah, why? Why were they dead? Yeah. I remember when they first popped up, they were on like buses and shit. You had to use a separate app. And oh, that, true. That, yeah. Rather than a photo. Yeah. yeah and yeah, now yeah. it's all built in. Which is smart. Yeah. Which is totally and, smart. And now and, it's like over. Like there's no such thing as a menu anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, this, it is. Thanks, thanks to COVID, even though, yeah. uh, even though fomites, you know, stuff off your hands doesn't really transmit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it transmits other stuff, just not COVID. Sure. Uh, so we put that together. Um, Dean... Uh, took the lead in getting a uh, like logo for the for the t-shirt and yeah. for for everything else um, but, but what's cool about doing unsanctioned um, and it depends on the federation you run a meet through otherwise but like we could do whatever the hell we want <laughs> we could do <laughs> a t-shirt much, yeah. we could not do a t-shirt we could do kilo plates we could not do kilo plates you know and so like we probably will continue this tradition. We haven't had a post-game meeting yet, but I assume we all come together and want to probably do it again next November or December. We talked about the turkey tug instead of a new name. It does kind of sound good. No, it's really- we, we uh, Yeah, we actually kicked around a lot of names. We, we met with Dean and Danny, and I think they came in with the North Pole. Yeah, they did, which, which is super solid. Yeah. But the turkey tug just has too many innuendos <laughs> to ignore. Uh, and it would be a little bit warmer maybe. We've had some Novembers that are a little warmer than December. So we'll yeah. see, but um, doing it on sanction is definitely, I think, in the books for us because I, I think competing 
and, and uh, you couldn't really tell. I mean, maybe it's because you were judging and I was on, on the platform. Neither of us could tell, but you couldn't really tell people's nerves and stuff. But I think they would be less nervous doing something like this for the first time than a full meet. I think for a first meet that that's yeah. absolutely true. Um, the uh, and That was the goal, obviously. Yeah, that was a good get people to get their feet wet and get interested in, in competing. Uh, I did have a few people... Uh, tell me that they actually when they came in for for weigh-ins like yeah i'm really stressed out like you know can't sleep whatever it's like yeah here's the thing don't worry about it right don't worry about it there isn't a mistake so big that that you could make it and and everyone would laugh at you no. or no. you you would feel like a failure yeah, we've seen it. it's yeah it's yeah, everything like yeah and that's the cool thing about deadlifts too is like the instructions are easy, and sure, some people miss the down command and this and that, a learning yeah. process, but it's way different than like a rack on rack, hitting depth, like hitting a squat. Like a squat, you can fuck up a million ways. I find it way more nerve-wracking. Not only is it the first lift at a, at a meet, so mm-hmm. you're normally in the morning, so you're physically and mentally cold. The lift's much more complicated. Um, there's just more things to jack up. So a deadlift only meet to get your feet wet, and then go compete if you enjoyed it. Um, does seem like just a kind of a no-brainer. Um, and I feel like it's not that popular. Like it's not that common of a thing for people to run unsanctioned meets. Oh yeah, I, I don't think it necessarily is. I either. don't know why. I mean, like, why not have a combo at all? And we've talked about it off air and maybe on air, but we we rough plan is do maybe some kind of drug tested, some kind of non drug tested, mm-hmm. and then a non sanctioned. Like why wouldn't you? If all you stupid motherfuckers, <laughs> someone complained the other day that Mike, you need to shut up and stop calling people stupid. But if you're listening to this and I say you you stupid motherfuckers and you take offense to it that's that's your self-esteem talking that's not me talking because i'm saying it to stupid people listening not you guys listening right like if i say stupid motherfucker and all of a sudden you're insulted buddy look in the mirror it's uh yeah yeah. in marketing they call that self-segmenting yeah you you see yourself and you feel it's about you right right i don't see a dick pill commercial on tv and get offended (laughs) uh you stupid motherfuckers (laughs) fuck now i lost my train of thought God damn it. No, uh, I, had, I had two rants at the same time and one got deleted by my brain. <laughs> you were talking about uh, unsanctioned versus sanctioned. We're talking about doing... Sa- I, I, mm-hmm. You know what? I hear, I'll take over for a second yeah, and you think about it for a minute. Uh, yeah, so um, having been involved in a bunch of meets in this building, you know, if you ever uh, remember the backyard meets of the century and so many other meets that we were involved in, in here... Um, those were sanctioned meets and they were uh, attempted to run by the rules of the federation and which were one of the looser yeah one of the looser fe- yeah actually a couple different ones we went from like APF to SPF and me both me, were quite maybe loose. UPA for i think maybe the first meet that was run here by by the ST group was uh um, was a UPA meet i don't even know if UPA exists anymore but uh, yeah, very loose. Uh, judges not necessarily credentialed with the with the federation, although that that I mean they give lip service to requiring that, but sure. not really. But are you going to have enough lifters and judges right. to run a meet in your in your gym? Right, maybe not. Uh, right. Maybe not. We're certainly not at that point because it takes a, a yeah a certain amount of marketing. Right. For sure. Yeah, we'd have collaborative. I remember my stupid rant. My stupid rant was, you stupid bitches <laughs> that complain about powerlifting not being popular or growing or being inclusive or all these things, uh-huh. and then you just just prescribe yourself or describe yourself with one federation yeah. or what your anti-drug test or your four-drug... Fuck you, 
right? Like, why wouldn't we want to run a meet from multiple yeah. federations or multiple people, knee wraps and not knee wraps? Like, like you're so holier than thou with your your identity tied to what you put on your knees before you squat. Like, yeah. How about we just allow more people to squat? Yeah. I think that'd be great for the world. Right. How about we allow more people to deadlift and get a little bit of competitiveness, a little primal action out of them? I'm more for that. That was my mini rant, but it wasn't as passionate because I forgot. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna step to the side on this one for just a second. We're talking about federations and you know upheaval with the IPF and yeah. and and USAPL and and Powerlifting America, whatever the fuck that is. Um, uh, so much of what so much of what they're dealing with there is around around drug testing, right? No, all of it. Yeah, yeah not and not anything not. Most of the other issues, but but drug testing, yeah, and the Olympics that's coming to Los Angeles in what twenty twenty eight, the first yeah. one with no weightlifting. Yeah, weightlifting is currently not on the list. Yeah. You know why it's currently not on the list? I assume drug testing. Drug testing because of drugs. Period. Yeah. And if you it, think if you think it's bad in weightlifting, right. think about how it is in powerlifting. Right. And whether 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 it's really bad or it's just the view the the the, the optics of it. Yeah. Either way, the Olympics are about money and optics at this point. So like they're not going to involve those sports if they already have a bad vibe. Yeah. And I mean, it's called Olympic weightlifting, and so it's not in the Olympics. I don't know what the fuck we call it. That's one. Yeah, thing. weightlifting. But but <laughs> non Olympic weightlifting. But be, beyond that, if if weightlifting after as many years as weightlifting has been involved in the Olympics can't straighten out the drug problem do you think that powerlifting ever has a chance at that no no, yeah. no. It's so it's this is the point that people need to just give up on on the whole federation loyalty thing yeah. compete where where they can and support people who are willing to have throw meets regardless yeah. of what federation they're doing it with I think powerlifting's uh don't quote me, but I think powerlifting is the only strength sport or even like iron sport, if you want to continue to uh, add in bodybuilding and stuff, uh, that even has like non-tested feds. Yeah. Like technically, I think strongman doesn't say. Yeah. IFBB says they <laughs> test. Uh, you know what I mean, though? Which is already weird to begin with. Right. Like we're, we're, we're so... We all already know so much. We just say, yeah, we're not testing. Right. Let's literally call it non-tested feds or non-tested meats. Like, yeah. That's literally on the website. Yeah. Which is wild because weightlifting obviously doesn't have that. Yeah. And bodybuilding doesn't have that. Uh, bodybuilding has tested. Uh, they have natty feds, they call yeah. them. <laughs> by slang, though. That's a slang because yeah. I'm almost guaranteed. I haven't checked in about six years, but I used to do research. And IFBB on their website says they test. Um and then strongman, yeah, similar thing. So you're like, what the hell? Yeah, I agree though. Like, like get your ego out the way. Let's have more people have fun. Yeah. Let's have more people be healthy and find a passion. Get better. Join the community. And, and I think it's slowly getting there. You know, for a second there, it really was like non-tested versus mm -hmm. tested. USAPL guys versus you know the IPF bros versus the others. But I think more people are kind of on the same page now that. As the internet's evolved, the more people collaborate or, or meet on the internet mm -hmm. and see that, like, yeah, we all just kind of like to lift weights. It's it's gotten better. I would say that uh, um, CrossFit provided a big tent, and yeah. powerlifting has to have a big tent if it's going to grow and go forward. Yeah, I agree. And and it's just it's just time, guys. It's time. You're not going to be Olympics. Just compete somewhere. Yeah. Do your best. I don't give a shit if you dr do drugs. Some people do. Some people don't. Um, but uh, doing an unsanctioned meet was the thing for us because we were running it ourselves. We were providing our own judges, which was, you know, yeah. you know, people not- Experienced lifters. Experienced not lifters. Not experienced judges, always. Exper exactly. Exactly. Uh, 
if we do sanctioned meets here, we'll be hosting the meet, but we'll not be running the meet, likely. That's the goal. The, the idea is to work with a federation that provides uh, certified judges and to a certain extent equipment and they they basically run everything on the meet and we're yeah. the hosts we're we're the, the people who have the building yeah i assume like music and stuff kind of works like that right like you have your own audio techs when you're on tour right all that you literally just get the space book it yeah and the facility just houses you and you set up all your shit you know yeah and we're kind of looking for that yeah Be- because i mean if people are going for actual records, they should do it in real federations. Yeah. And those real federations should have real judges and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, not some of the backyard shit that happened in this building in the past. Yeah. And, and many, and many of me. And many, many of me. It's, it's not just us, but no, just no. period. Yeah, even still. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think that's like what CrossFit actually did well again. I know we're referencing them a lot, but they like have this tier to get somewhere mm-hmm. in the games and then be the fittest man in the world by their title. And then, like, the USAPL became popular not only because it's the most strict judging and drug testing, but also because it had a rank system to get you somewhere to be the strongest in your category. Um, But also because they have, like, local meets where it can be a local meet. So, yeah, I think think finding that balance of, like, CrossFit does that too. They have, like, local throwdowns. Like, this meet is for fun to compete. Mm -hmm. This meet is for competitiveness for you to be – have a chance to start the ladder to become the best in the world and like choose your choose your path you know and like i think that like you said having the bigger tent to allow both of those and and if we can even be the smallest part of that in our facility i think that's our ultimate goal people that lift weights casually but they want to test themselves right right. come on in for the turkey tuck if you want to win some money and you want to prove you're the best in the world and go for a record all right maybe we'll we'll put something together for some folks to throw something big here one time. Yeah, but we're not going to be sitting in the judges' chairs and doing it. We're not going to be the meet directors. Probably, maybe not. We want it as standardized as you can. The more competitive anything gets, the more standardized it needs to be. Right. Right? That's just kind of how... That's how the NBA works. That's how everything works. Yeah. And I know that some some meets, like we, we built into the process that we were going to not necessarily make a ton of money off, off this. There's yeah. you know there's a little surplus, but it's not like, don't get into it. I didn't get a new car. Yeah. Don't get into it for uh, the idea that you're going to make money being a meat promoter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's for the community. It's for Sacramento because yeah. we don't get a lot of meats here. Um, for sure, there's some marketing. Get some eyes on our building. Um, but yeah, to, to people, mostly for the people. Yeah. And that sounds stupid, but it's the truth. So um, signups actually went pretty well for this. We ended up with um, over 40 people sign up. I don't, uh, the fewer people than that competed. We had a few people who did not show up and some people who canceled ahead of time. A uh, thing that uh, Competition Corner uh, offered that we were not involved in at all is they had meat insurance. So like you could pay a little bit more and don't ask me how much because I didn't go through the process so I don't know. Uh, but toward potentially getting your money back if you couldn't do the meat. That's another thing about the non-sanctioned whatever like 50 bucks for a meat is nothing because if you compete in a real fed you got to pay meat fees you got to pay fed fees mm-hmm. uh, and then you have to have the correct equipment. Yeah. Um, not that that's going to break the bank but it does for some people. If you're a college kid like a singlet's 100 bucks uh, you don't right. have to wear a belt but you got to get tall socks there's 10 bucks you know then it's 100 bucks to become part of the fed which is a year long subscription but still and then the meat itself is probably over $100 so you're looking at $300, $400 you know for your first meat ever where we're, we're 50 bucks you show up. We um, we required long socks, and that was pretty much uh, no straps, 
You could wear wrist wraps. You could wear a belt. Yeah, and we um, didn't even check belts or anything. Who cares? We, if yeah, you're trying we, to wear three belts, by all means, party on. We didn't. I mean, I I caught people in their first attempts not wearing uh, um, socks. Yeah. There's this guy who is on the screen at the moment who is wearing joggers yeah, pants, or something. Same shit, right? I it accomplishes the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I I just I what I didn't want is um, for people to wear tights and tear the crap out of their tights because they'd never yeah. pulled that heavy yeah, before. Too thin. Yeah, and and bleed all over yeah. the bar. We, we had a couple bleeders, but yeah. it happens. Yeah, and I think most of those were calluses ripping and not... Yeah, and, didn't, yeah. yeah there were more on like it, a hand grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, because it's the kind of meat that it is, we, we didn't stop people from taping over their calluses and continuing to, to no. compete. If you were in a, a regulation meet, you might not have been able to do, continue to do that. Yeah, I don't know all the rules on that. In like sports and like basketball, like blood is such a big thing. Like if you have even a drip of blood on your jersey, you can't sub in. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember like being an assistant coach for years. Like that was part of my job. Like obviously coaching and running the offense and shit. And then like if someone bled, I'm running them to the bathroom. They're ripping off their jersey and I'm washing it in the sink so we can get them back in the game. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You, you have replacements or anything, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we have like subs, so you yeah. sub somebody else. But yeah, you, you can't. No, I mean, no, jerseys. you can't unless it's the same number because oh, right. then the books are already the books, you know. So like, oh I god. literally in the bathroom turn it into a fucking maid real quick, <laughs> scrubbing this shit in the sink, you know, like a fucking Cinderella. <laughs> I'm wearing. A, yeah. Did you ride with hydrogen peroxide? Uh, I that... think sometimes we start to have some like Tide sticks, oh, yeah. you know, or like. Like whatever, yeah, whatever you could fucking do to get it. And luckily, the years I coached, we had like these Under Armoury type jerseys, so it washed out pretty good. Oh. But if you have an old school jersey or like a more cottony one, yeah, you're kind of fucked. Oh my god, yeah. I but like powerlifting is obviously a little looser than that. Yeah, <laughs> um, dudes are bleeding everywhere. Yeah, because we were not actually doing uh, no no records are involved in this uh, thing, uh, and we did not have any. We didn't actually think ahead to have a woman here all the time that we were weighing in. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to send the ladies in. <laughs> by duos like all right you two fucking <laughs> don't let each other cheat unless they both decide to cheat yeah i was taking both of their words for it yeah yeah for sure but so, a lot of them were casual too like right. dudes hopped on with hoodies on and yeah people were not super concerned yeah. about it and, again, i don't cool. think they were that close together either um and because yeah we didn't do weight classes again like right. we looked ahead we knew that was just going to complicate the math it was going to complicate all of it we said all right top winners in both and just by you know wilkes for for men and women we'll just leave it there um because it does it, it, Did we use Wilkes? I don't remember. No, I think we used Dots. dots. Yeah, okay. we used, that's what I thought. We used Dots. Uh, now, that's what we said ahead of time. So people were people were considered were concerned about things like age and and, yeah. and whatever that we were just not looking at at all. We just ran men and women, and that was self-identified. We didn't have any. Yeah. We did have an issue, however. We had a last-minute sign-up on the night before. Yeah, Kyle just clicked the wrong button. Kyle clicked the wrong button. We had a dude in the women's division but um, just flight, actually. Just I think flight. In the, I think in the computer it was actually set oh, as a male. So it was, yeah. okay. All right. It was just in the wrong flight. Yeah, yeah. So he lifted with the women and it was okay. He lifted fine and he got maybe some additional attention. I don't know. Everyone yeah. was confused. It was just one of those things. It's one of those, something's going to happen and, and, and that was- Yeah, there's much worse. Yeah. Like his numbers, we, we looked at his numbers with, with the men. Yeah, it was, not, yeah, it was all set. Yeah, and the, it did add, you know, one more lifter to the women's flight. So that was the thing. Um as I'm looking at it right now, the uh, uh, a thing that is difficult to communicate to people who have not com- competed uh, before is that uh, you don't want to ramp a deadlift on your on your thighs. Yeah, you don't want to hitching, have, hitching, ramping. Whatever yeah. you guys want to call it. Yeah, uh, up and down movement of the bar. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I didn't actually go over that that great in the instruction. I guess I think I did okay. 
Um, but I could have demoed what a bad lift was. Probably so. And I think that, but uh, I don't think it would have helped because when you're max effort, if you don't know what you're doing and you have a bad habit of it and you're a newbie, you're going to, you're going to pull that weight. However, you're going to pull that weight. Considering that we had to remind people about socks and socks are the most basic thing in the world. Yeah. The communicating the thing about, about technique in, in lifting. Yeah. yeah, It's too late. It's too late and it's too much and whatever. And people has just have to kind of experience it. Yeah. It, you know, eh. but that's part of, again, why you spend $50 and you do this meet rather than your $400 and you don't know the rules. Right. Now you wasted $400. Yeah. $50 and you got a t-shirt. Yeah. You know, that's, you you still got the experience. It's not like we just booted your ass. Yeah. No, this is true. There was no, uh, somebody was worried the day before and I said, you know what? We'll be kind. It's fine. It's don't, don't, you know, we're not, we're not looking to, which is another benefit, right? Like not that, uh, automatically like all judges are assholes, but, um, there is like their job. You know, I've certainly seen judges be assholes for sure. Just like any other ref. Sometimes, sometimes this sport is a little different. There's not a lot of back and forth in the refs. I was telling uh, Kyle that before game, I was like, I think powerlifting is the only sport where I've never seen a judge get hassled live. Oh, you know, like basketball, I ref for a long time, a, ju- a junior high that sucked. Yeah, yeah. And parents are ripping me, you know? Yeah. I'm like, one, you guys don't know the fucking rules. Like, I study this like the Bible. And two, like, shut the fuck up. Your kid sucks. <laughs> and then, but in powerlifting, judges normally just get ripped on Instagram. Right. You yeah. don't, you don't, you don't really get heckled. Yeah. Or umpires obviously get heckled. That's part of the culture. Right. I've never really seen it in person. Like, hey, that was a shit command. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really happen in powerlifting. I have seen people roll their eyes. Sure, I've, sure. sure. you're like, oh, you know, you give them like a... Yeah, I've certainly rolled my eyes. But it's usually because the, the judging in the beats that I was looking at was too loose. Yeah, but you're not screaming at them. Hey, that no. was a shit press command, no, no, Timmy. No, no. But, <laughs> but the internet any other, will. <laughs> any other sport that's happening. Yeah. Uh, and so what I was getting at is that the judges, I think, are less... Uh, and so in basketball, even I got a little tough. Like, I would just ignore people in the crowd. I'd uh, act like they're not human in a way because they're just fucking screaming at me yeah, all day. Yeah. Where like noise. in powerlifting, if someone says like, oh, what happened? You'd be like, oh, you went up and down. You know, like yeah, you could explain I just, it. I tried to tell people... Right, right. But that doesn't happen in other sports. No, So I understand why a ref in, in football, basketball, baseball has this guard shield and they kind of act like a shithead judge because mm. they're getting hassled all day. We're in powerlifting. Yeah, there are some shit judges, but most of them I think are cool because they understand that they're not getting attacked live. Yeah, and I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen uh, a bunch of different federations um, judging lately yeah, yeah. in the last few years. So yeah. I have no idea what it's like. I just know that I saw stuff back in the day where you know, uh, people – seem to pull some self-esteem out of being asshole judges. For sure. Um, And it it was a smaller world. So like if the best lifter or top three lifter knows every one of the judges, there's going to be some bias. Like things happen, you know, where like now there's probably more lifters and more judges. So it's a little bit less buddy-buddy politics going on. Yeah, I think that that's true. And a thing that that is true, if you were judging a meet, I was, you know, center chair on this meet. Which I didn't necessarily know for sure that I was going to do ahead of time. No, but none it of us did. Pretty much obvious. Mike ran the platform. Um, we had a absolute trooper. Uh, one of our one of our members who is on a little bit of a break right now, Carol. Who is I'm not sure how old Carol is, but she is not a young woman, and she's strong as shit. And she helped with with um, yeah one with of the loading. Only volunteers that did show up. Yeah, uh, cr- crazy, crazy good job. Um, and then after the meet, she was the one like, oh, can I do yep. anything else? She's like, she's like surveying the gym. She's like, oh, I know it's supposed to look like this. So I'm going to do this. And it's like, yeah, just go home. Nice. We'll figure it out. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, anyway, though, as a judge, you really want to uh, make the crowd happy. Sure. 
and you, that's not really what your job is. Right. But you do want that. That's yeah. a normal human thing. Yeah, to yeah, want to make sure. the crowd happy. Uh, yeah, no one wants to fucking reject a lift. Yeah, I yeah, especially one that everyone's yelling and screaming right. about. Whatever. And at a casual meet like this, like, yeah, doesn't feel good. Brittany's five hundred one was completely clean, and I yeah. was really very happy that that was the case because the whole place was rocking. Yeah, and that's the thing that, that's very common about powerlifting, and it's the thing that people really love about powerlifting too is is how how supportive the environment can for be. sure, for sure, especially um, live at a meet. Yeah, as much as we get negative about it, maybe even on this podcast, sometimes an uh, internet, it's much easier. Uh, but in person, it's rare you're going to find a dickhead. Most people are about it. It's cool. Yeah, this is true. Uh, what else can I say? We uh, we got uh, prizes from our friends at Caffeine and Kilos, obviously, and from us, from Barbell Brigade, and then a, a local um, health food place called Vibe Bar. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to all of them for for supporting and showing up like always. A lot of them are friends, but even as friends, it's easy to say no. Hey, we don't have the budget. Hey, we can't do that. So, shout out to everybody for always always having our back. So, our top three by formula men and top three women got uh, got prizes. Um, I don't know if they, they received them yet. Uh, but like half of them. I've okay, e- I've emailed as much as I could. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we also did a uh, county. Um, coffee bean thing yeah. <laughs> with caffeine count and the beans. count the beans and i have to tell you that uh people were a little closer than i was expecting for them to be for i was sure. a thousand beans off <laughs> it's craziness um what else can i say about this experience uh we had to we rented chairs and tables for this that was a minor hassle because the company that we rented for is i think they're they're still living in the 80s or late 80s, early 90s. Speaking of that, I'm fucking, I'm in a wedding in like two weeks. And so obviously, one, because my weight fluctuates a lot. And two, because I got other priorities. I just now getting my suit. So I'm looking for, looking up like best alteration spots in sack. And obviously uh-huh. there's one on every fucking corner still. But I'm like looking up reviews. I'm trying uh-huh. to get, I'd say eight out of 10 don't have a fucking website. Yeah. What the hell is that? I don't know. And then, and then the three that I did email, like I was just trying to get a rough estimate, not even price, just rough estimate. Hey, I got a, a, a suit top and a, a jacket and pants. About how long will it take? Like, are we talking three weeks, two weeks? What's your fucking schedule look like? Uh-huh. Only one answer to the four, and they didn't even say anything. He said, oh, and their little button says, get a quote now. So I'm like, just fucking say, hey, it's going to take a month, or hey, it's going to take three days. Just give me something. And they gave me nothing. Yeah. Um, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I When I actually was supposed to get a quote for the chairs and tables, and so I, I put it in, and apparently their shit is so old that uh, .co domain names just don't work. <laughs> like the email just bounces back or something. I don't know. It was crazy. They tried to they tried to email me back. It didn't. I finally had to call them, and then I, I sent them the, the you know, signed contract and the 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 uh, authorization for the credit card because they did not have that on their website either, which seems like the most basic thing now. Yeah. Well, and especially when you use, yeah, I mean, their website's probably custom. Old and custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because new websites, you just use somebody else's platform and all that shit's built in. And and I guess it gets down to if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. But but, but maybe fix it. And they rent other shit, so they're probably more of an in-person place anyways. I get it. And same with alterations. Like, I get it, but goddamn. Yeah. (laughs) The alteration thing is crazy. Uh, While my 
my range at home needs to be replaced, not replaced, but um, it needs to have a logic board replaced. And I filled out a, a online form and somebody was supposed to contact me. Nobody ever fucking yeah. did. And it's like, I can't deal with it before, before we're out of town. So let's have to Yeah, one of these, he's had a live chat. I was like, oh, perfect. That's great. Right? And didn't answer it. <laughs> says It says we're live. And I was like, hey, hey, pal. What's up, dude? Said a, I said ASL. You know, start a, start a quick conversation with them, and I didn't get shit back. That's great, ASL. Um, I said, Mikey, 33, Sacramento. <laughs> they didn't even fucking care. <laughs> Bastards. That's great. Uh, yeah, and a lot of those are bots, too. So you- That's what I thought, but I'll take a bot answer. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, uh, random estimate takes about three days to get your work done or right. so- something. Hey, this time of year, we're really busy. Come in Jan 3rd or so- some bullshit. Feed me something. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody needs to upgrade their technology. Uh Final thoughts on the meat? Nothing. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We'll probably probably aim for a warmer day, even though Sacramento's just randomly cold as shit this week. Yeah. Not that not that we're LA and it's eighty degrees all the time, but you expect like 50s, 60s in our winter, and it's been like forty, which is pretty cold for us for a daytime. Like yeah. High. Um. But that's just random. No one really complained, which is cool. Um. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that came. Hopefully, we'll do it again. We had the doors open for the most part. Yeah. It was it was cold, but it wasn't. No. Uh, Terrible. We pretty much started on time. Yeah, mid-day. no, at the time it was and it was quick since it was only three flights, and I, I don't think there was any any real uh, uh, not not that we can't improve and make things cooler, but I don't think there was any like major glaring weaknesses that we fucked up or anyone. I, I heard no complaints. So we, um, we yeah. were done with the whole thing, um, awards and everything. Essentially three hours. Yeah, three hours. Probably under. Yeah, weigh-ins and shit. Not, but yeah, yeah. Um, we we did have a last minute hiccup with our we when we built this building we didn't build, build the building but when we built ourselves into this building uh, we created a, a pa system that uh was forward looking toward having meats and, and whatever and it sort of failed us at the last minute but we were able to use the the speaker infrastructure that was already there we just plugged yeah. in a different board and ran and everything was everything was great uh, from that perspective, that's something that you know, like PA systems and stuff like that. You 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 need them because people can't hear what you're saying. Right. We had a uh, we borrowed a projector and and screen. I'm probably we'll probably yeah, just buy one eventually. Buy one eventually, yeah, because it wasn't it was a little dark, but yeah. it was functional. It worked. People could see what it was. Um, uh, as I said, Mike ran the platform and and we were both double checking the weights pretty much every lift to make sure that we were we were dead on and that wasn't ever a problem I, I, we never had a, a misload the whole yeah. time which is normal even yeah every meet's gonna have at least one right yeah. right yeah Happens. I guess if we had done a full meet we might have but um, yeah uh, it was it was a good experience we'll do it again um, but if we do anything that's sanctioned like I said we'll probably be using someone else's everything you know yeah yeah I mean why not that's what they do that's their job our uh, job is to build a gym, and their job is to run meets around the country. So yeah. run a meet. Other than the meet, do you have any any kind of win in the last week? Anything that was like, oh man, that was that was, that felt good. That was a thing. Oh, uh, just the meet in general, I think. Actually, yeah. because we hadn't been around a lot, and we hadn't been around like community. Um, we probably had like three or four members compete, um, but a lot were from outside. Whether mm-hmm. they be compete, they lift at our friends' gyms or the CrossFit's or whatever. And so it's kind of cool to see that whole community kind of come together and and people that didn't know each other fist bumping after a lift and and that they, it just kind of I guess reminded me why powerlifting is cool as much shit as I talk about it and how I I don't like to compete. Um, there is some magic in competitions and running meets. Um, so yeah, it lit a little fire there. I'd say. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. And this um, uh, being back in this building and having a having a competition going in yeah. this building, it felt a little bit the same, but it also felt a little different yeah. in, in a in a very like positive way. Yeah, and having the room filled was obviously cool. Yeah, even though like our five, six, seven o'clock at night, uh, the gym's bumping. It's not the same as having hundreds of people in there. And so it was, yeah, it was a good, it was a good vibe. Um, that's the last lift of the of the meet, and I I will say that the, this is our last uh, n- new full episode of 2021. Uh, audio, we're gonna go to um, Topic Thunders while Mike and I are both on a break, and you guys are all probably traveling. Yeah, you got yeah. So you got you got ten twelve minutes. You yeah. you can you can get in an episode. Um, you can listen to us rant about whatever it is that we're ranting about. Uh, we'll be back mid-January with new full episodes. Um, I'm going to take some of this time off to to think about how we uh, can tweak things going forward. I'm always thinking about that. But like when you're having to produce new stuff every week, it, it sort of tamps that down. Yeah, you know what our, I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you don't, you don't have as much yep. bandwidth to think about, oh, hey, if we did this or we did that or whatever, yeah. that would... Uh, that would meet our needs and meet our audience's needs as yeah. well. Maybe new content, maybe new seasons. Who knows? Yep. All uh, right. Ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co as always. I'm Silent Mike, wherever you want to follow, find me. Uh, if you're in NorCal, stop on by Third Street Barbell. And thanks so much for listening. Yeah, there's a, a new drop that we're literally this time pulling everything down except the um, except the beanies, uh, just like right at the Christmas point. So uh, last minute stuff, get in there, make your orders. Uh, We'll be sending those out once they're produced uh, in January. And uh, uh, have a great holiday. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. The show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And we'll, we'll talk to you in January.